0: Welcome to the Who Needs Instructions podcast. So I'd like to welcome along today's guest then, and that guest is a gentleman that we are gonna today call Alchemedes from the Aging Surfer. Uh, Alchemedes, may I call you Al please? Of course you can because that is after all your real name but let's go straight in and explain a little bit about aging surfer and a little bit and then i will dig deeper on the alchemy's nickname because um there's a good story behind that and i think we should tell it (laughs)
1: whether i tell the right one
0: or not i don't know i might make up a (laughs) different one (laughs) so tell us a little bit about aging surfer then please mate
1: yeah cool so um so, Asian Surfer is for people like me who um, who don't get in the, the sea as much as they used to, um, sort of in their you know twenties and before, um, or people that just enjoy playing a bit of a splash in the ocean. Uh, the the problem with the the surf industry, in my view, um, is that is the the marketing. It's so pretentious, you know. It's um, everybody's really really fit, young, healthy, and and you know muscular uh, in <laughs> not grey and uh and you know and it's sort of like um and you find that a little bit sometimes you know over the years when you've got in the sea where people you know have always thought they're better surfers than they are and and um you know the whole thing can be a little bit pretentious at times but the 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 fun of it is actually getting in the water and you know riding a wave and people talk about the stoke a hell of a lot it's a word that um gets used a lot within the squadron as we like to call our followers Mm-hmm. Um, where it's, you know, you're pursuing this thing which basically makes you feel good. And, you know, that could be a an eight-foot wave or, you know, um, or it could be a, a two-foot wave on, on this new board that you've got. Um, so, you know, we're not, uh, um, what's the word? We're not, we are inclusive. We're not exclusive. So the only people we don't include are young people because, you know, <laughs> they've got their own things going on. And, uh, and so <laughs> it's just a case of, you know, give me a, uh, a 40 year old, 50 year old, 60 year old, who's a bit out of shape and, and manages to get in the water, you know, once a month for a pint rather than, you know, some 17 year old who pops up in a couple of seconds and, and, you know, absolutely trousers me, um, when, uh, when I'm on the same wave. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's what we're about. It's a, it's community of fun. You know, we like to have a laugh. It's, it's not, you know, we don't take anything seriously, we do a bit of podcasting ourselves, um, well, only recently, but predominantly, you know, we, we write some silly articles, um, we we welcome guest writers to write us their stories, some of which have been really beautiful, um, and we hunt down, you know, surf-related content um, via sort of Facebook, predominantly. But, um, but yeah, it's fun, it's lots of fun, it keeps us all sane uh, in, you know... Uh, our little group that we've got theres four of us in total who look after aging surfer predominantly myself and a guy called Jim who I work with. Um, But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a good group and, you know, we're just here for the laugh really.
0: Uh, I've listened to your podcast and uh, it's very good for a non-surfer like me. Now I love the whole surf ethos. Okay. It looks brilliant, but my ability to stand up on a board, let alone a board on water is zero. So I'll leave that to the experts. But so for me, then what it looks like from the outside is that you're just basically, you don't get enough time to do this. You've got other priorities like work, like home life, like family, um and you're just you know there's a community of other people out there that are going through the exactly the same thing as you so you thought well sod it i'll create something and you have created something which in a short space of time has got about five and a half thousand followers on facebook am i right
1: yeah no we're doing okay i mean it's um it is a growing community and uh, and um yeah i mean if i'm if i'm being honest when we first started it, it just was a bit of a laugh for ourselves you know um <laughs> and then we just thought we put it out there a little bit more and and um and you know, yeah, it got it got really good sort of engagement, and um, and you know, and it's been you know the the squadron, as we like to call them, as I say, have shaped it. Um, so you know, that's been it's been really really good in that sense because um, you know people have got involved, people have been quite honest what they like, what they don't like, and that side of things, and you know, and and we've sort of agreed with that. We do a a surf flick every evening at um, at four fifty five, where if uh, so we, we started it at the first lockdown where we basically go onto YouTube and find a full feature length, you know, surf um, documentary or surf film. Um, mm-hmm. And we've managed to keep that going through the first lockdown through to now. Uh, I have to say, <laughs> I think we're getting towards the, the end of what's available. But if people keep putting content on YouTube, then, um, then you know, we can definitely steal it. But, Fantastic. for uh, us it nice to get together and have a couple of beers and, and put some stuff out there, but it's been really warmly received and, and as I say, you know, the squadron themselves, through their interaction, shape what we do.
0: You're listening to Matt Young on the Who Needs Instructions podcast. So with you mentioning squadron, there seems to be quite a lot of military terms. I mean, I'm not sure, but are you are you a military man yourself?
1: <laughs> not at all. Not in the this no. <laughs> just, way. We, just, we needed a something for to call them something, you know, because you can't just say, like, our oh, followers and all that, because that's no fun, is it? It's like that's almost as if, you know, we're saying what we're doing is right. And who knows? You know, it's more a case of we know we call ourselves um, the aging surfer broom covered intelligence committee. That's how we sort of refer to ourselves or Alchemedes and J-Dog and Jim and, you know, a few other nicknames we've got on that side. Um, but but yeah, we uh, we refer to them as the squadron. We've had a couple of people get a bit confused and say, are you ex-military? And we're yeah, yeah. like, no, sorry if we've confused you. You know, we're, but then saying that, you know, a lot of ex-military personnel and, you know, and serving military personnel do surf, you know, because it's good exercise, it's good fitness. So, um, so I'm sure we've got a fair few of them as well.
0: Fantastic. I I mean, I do love it. And I, you know, we've had some email exchanges and it's already slipped into childish wordology, uh, (laughs) where I think you were using my nickname. I was using your nickname and putting general in front of it and stuff like that. Which is exactly the kind of things that we as and I'm going to put you in the same band as me middle aged men yeah. should be
1: doing yeah no for sure uh, yeah, absolutely I mean that uh, you know we've we've spoken about this before, but um you know what what you're doing is bang on it's it is a case of it's this camaraderie piece you know um, men in general I think we do get a bit sort of lost in our own heads and you know we're not as good as our sort of female um uh, partners and counterparts and sisters, brothers, uh, sorry, sisters, mothers and all that sort of stuff, uh, are, are, you know, sort of talking and, you know, mm. letting out our feelings a little bit more. We tend to, I don't know whether it's a societal thing that we can, we keep things sort of bottled up or, you know, and, and when we, um, you know, when we are feeling a little bit low, generally what we want to do is take the piss out of each other and just sort of forget about it. I guess And that, that sort of works. And I don't know whether that's, you know, across the board or it's a British thing or, or what have you, but, um, You know, for me, it's always been it's always been fun. It's the same with surfing. You know, you get into the sea, you might turn up by yourself. But chances are, if you're going to the same break, you know, quite a bit, then you're going to see someone, you know, and, you know, have a good catch up, have a laugh and, you know, um, sort of work together.
0: You've, you've captured the the ethos of a, of a community there, haven't you? And I love the fact that you're excluding <laughs> purposefully, uh, you know, the younger generation because they are already well served. So you're saying, look, there is this huge area or this huge group of men and women uh, who are, you know, are kind of not served for. So I know that, you know, within Aging Surfer, it is a bit of fun. But I also know that you've started to try and support like local um surf builders i mean you'll have to tell me the technology because i clearly don't know but I, I know that you're putting together like a, a a group of businesses that you say look these guys are out here can we support them too um, yeah, tell us, yeah tell us a bit about that mate well so
1: yeah um it's uh it's for shapers for they're called shapers them the people that uh, are on your doorstep um all over the southwest and and you know all over there anywhere there's uh, there's a bit of surf so these guys are you know in the um uh, sort of you know they might have studios or offices or anything on like that but um, you know some of these guys are also in the workshops at the back of the house um, and they create surfboards you know and the thing about shapers is that they surf the same breaks as you you know they're, they're surfers um, mm-hmm. so they know uh, what's needed um, and if you visit a shaper and go and get uh, uh, you know a board made by a shaper chances are you know it's like visiting a tailor you know, they'll ask you a load of questions. They'll get your sort of body size, dimensions, your ability. You know, they'll they'll really sort of, um, you know, drill down on that side of things. And, you know, to get an off the shelf surfboard, while I don't want to belittle them because I do want um, off the shelf surfboard companies to get in touch and give me free surfboards. But, <laughs> um, but you know, they're, they're 400, 500, 800, 900, a grand, two grand a piece. You know, um, you know these, this, this, it's not messing about money. And if you go to a shaper, you know, um, Again, I don't want to put prices on what they do, but you know, more often than not, you'll get a tailored surfboard for um for the same money or if not, you know, a lower cost. You can, you know, spend 400 quid on a off-the-shelf board that might not be right for you or you can spend 400 quid with a with a local shaper who knows your break and knows, you know, maybe even knows you. No. Um, and the other side is our community is um you know for want of a better word we we like to call her grey hairs you know cuz we are we are all getting on and we've got a bit more expendable cash than than um you know some of the the young 17 18 year olds who are just starting out so yeah so we got we we got a bit more bit more money to spend so you know why not spend it with with someone local
0: who needs instructions the podcast for men who probably do need instructions. You're going to have to enlighten me now because I've obviously had a look at the website and I have no idea what hashtag not for groms is. You can tell us about that, please. Okay. Groms
1: is uh, is a term um, that's used for young people, uh, who's, uh. you know. So uh, so you've got um, there's another one uh, which which we don't really use that much. It's um, it's cooks or kooks. Uh, you know how you want to. It's K O K S. And that's um, for people who, you know, are are new to surfing, who just or just aren't very good. I mean, I think we are all a little bit, you know, at heart, (laughs) you know, but but um, but yeah, there's lots of terminology. And, and, you know, I I don't want to use words like gnarly or anything like that, because you can really get that wrong. Um, But it's good fun when you're taking the piss out of each other. You
0: know, Um, did you ever watch Point Break? Uh, many, many years ago, yes.
1: Just if you if you're ever in the sea and standing up on a board, just yell out, I'm fucking surfing, and you'll <laughs> you'll get cheers. You know? <laughs> I'm fucking surfing, man. It is it is all that, you know, and Mali and, 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 and all that side of things. I mean, you know, there's there's terms that um, people use and um but yeah, I mean, you know, and there's terms that surfers will understand and it's you know, there's words that are, are easier to Um, that are used that are easier to describe than the things that what they are. But, um, but yeah, I don't know, still a bit pretentious in it, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. You see, so, you know, I'm a, I'm not a surfer clearly, as I've already said, but I am a golfer and we get accused of, you know, oh, I don't want you playing in my club. You, you know, this is my club. I pay a membership for how dare you turn up and want to play on our golf club. So I kind of get that mentality, even though, you know, golf is trying to change. Surfing is just, considered cool all over so I mean you guys are winning hands down on that front definitely
1: oh no you're very kind you're very kind
0: well we, we wouldn't consider ourselves cool in the slightest. we like to have a laugh but um, yeah but we you may not consider cool but outside in looking outside in you are cool uh, you know surfers are cool people
1: <laughs> yeah well no in fairness I, most of uh, you know that's why we like to mix in those circles because most of my friends who, who surf are just generally laid-back nice people you know and I think I think that's what it is I think with surfing you know, there's there's multiple sides as with anything you mentioned golf before. But with surfing, you know, predominantly the, the people that um I've met along the way through surfing are just, you know, they're they're not out to hurt anybody, they're just nice people. They have a, a bit of a a, you know, mother ocean ethos as well at times, you know, where um mm-hmm. you know, you're going out there, it's it's you know, it's good for your head. Um it's you know, there's a spiritual element as well, which, you know, I won't go too deep into, but for me, you know, sitting out there, no responsibilities, just me in the plank, you know, and no mobile, no laptop, you know, mm-hmm. nothing like that side of things. Just, you know, your your destiny in your own hands in that sense. You know, if you miss time, you, 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 you pop up, you know, standing up on the board, then you're going to fall in the water. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those things. But same with any sort of sport. I mean, there is, there is you know, an element of localism in, in surfing as well. And, you know, that's been really brought to the the front you know through this covid stuff um because you know people shouldn't be traveling that's the 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 sort of short of it and if you don't live um right next to the coast you know you sort of shouldn't be in there really and and that's that's been a lot of uh, the sort of locals opinion and and you know I can't really argue with that g- given the government advice but um but uh you know throughout the years there's always been localism in surfing so if you go to a certain spot where um you know there's maybe one place where you you take off you know from so one one sort of point break um then it gets busy if there's too many people in there and it can get dangerous because um, obviously you've got lots of big heavy boards floating around someone could get hurt so you know so you know there's there's people that are you know that surf that spot daily um and if they don't recognize you you know they make it difficult for you because oh really yeah, <laughs> yeah you know because they're, they're sort of like this is this is my dojo
0: you know, it's a bit like it's my back, my ball. So, yeah. <laughs> it does,
1: yeah, it does. I mean, you could. Yeah, it, it can be a bit silly. But the other argument as well is that those people are the ones that are, you know, policing it a little bit, if if you like, you know, okay. to stop yeah. people from getting hurt and, and you know, um, things along those sort of lines. And there's lots of secret spots all over the place that you know, people <laughs> want to keep to themselves, because if it gets busy, then, you know, it's it's um, it's not as much fun for them. And I, I do get it. I mean, I've been on the receiving end of you know um, a bit of localism uh, when different places that I've surfed all over the UK. Um, but the um, you know the the short of it is is that uh, um, you know I, I I'm, I'm pretty welcoming. I think you know us as a group as as ageing surfer, we've always said the same thing. You know, it's a uh, it's one of those things where a little bit of outlay and you've got a you've got a free sport to exercise in. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, as you as you said, you know, with the with the golf sort of analogy, same sort of thing. Um, yeah, if it's, if it's too. Uh if it's too busy, people get pissed off.
0: Absolutely. I want to take you back to the other thing you said, and it, and it, it really resonated with me. Uh, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm all for finding what what I think men generally, not everybody, but generally need to do is find a little bit more time for themselves. Now, that's not at the detriment of their family or their job or anything like that. But you just, you epitomized it for me then when you said you're out there on your plank, which I guess is your surfboard. <laughs> um, and, you know, you're there, you're alone, you're in the elements. And it's a bit of me time. It's a bit of time to think, I not got my mobile phone next to me there's no one else that's going to ask me about work and I think that is that to me sounds like absolute heaven <laughs> it's it, no it was one of those things where
1: you've got to take the rough with the smooth as well because you you know you are on that um, plank by yourself and sometimes you're in the sea by yourself and sometimes you've got the most beautiful sunset or the most beautiful sunrise or you know just the most beautiful day ahead of you but other times it's blowing a hoolie You'll be, you know you've got winds just um smashing in your face and you're you're trying to paddle out against you know white water it's taking you 45 minutes to get anywhere and then once you do get out you know you get caught in some sort of a rip and you start getting dragged out a little bit further and then you have to paddle back so Jeez. so it's not all you know it's not all fun it's it is that yeah i think it is that um that you know the stoke bit of it of being like you know this is just remembering the the sort of times that you've all the sessions that you've had that have been really really good and why you yeah. been doing it you know
0: because you might be out there in awful conditions and um, I, I mean again excuse me if I'm wrong but you might just catch the perfect wave absolutely and that's what everybody's trying to do
1: um oh, yeah. and, it, and again you know it doesn't matter necessarily on the size I always talk about this myth that where <laughs> people I was by myself it's a bit of a <laughs> yeah, I got a in
0: one once.
1: <laughs> so it, it is this myth, but basically there was um, uh, a spot where I surf locally. Um, I won't name it in case you uh, recognise who I am. Um, but there's an estuary, and uh, and in the estuary it, um, where it goes, it goes quite high. And there was one time, and the surf on the on the the main beach wasn't wasn't all that. And I thought, oh, I'll just paddle across the estuary mouth and see what's going on there. And it was just clean, you know, sort of waist-high waves. But these things didn't break. And I was getting 45, 50 second rides on these things, which was unheard of, you know, up and down these, these, these waves, all the way across, all the way back. Um, and it just it just wasn't breaking, it was peeling. So, you know, so the you know, just loads of time to play and lots of push. And it's never happened before. Uh, sorry, it never, it's never happened again. I must have been, you know, okay. early 20s or something like that. But I'm always looking at that spot and going, maybe,
0: maybe, <laughs> you
1: know, and that's what drives, I think that's what drives everybody. You know, it might be a trick that you pulled off or it might be, um, you know, a particular time of year when the tides were were really high or, you know, um, it could be, you know, something along those sort of lines. But, um, but that's it, you know, it could be just a time when you and your family were at the beach and you had a great laugh, you know, um, on some beach breaks, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, I I have last January I was in Newquay and I probably you know I, Feastral Beach very popular. Um, I, I imagine you uh, don't surf Feastral because that's where everybody else goes to. Um, but I was walking along there and it was January. It was the it was the twentieth of January. I remember it really vividly, and it was freezing cold, but it was a beautiful sunny day. And I have never seen that many people in the sea, and they had not just wetsuits, but they had like the 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 head protector on as well not 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 like a helmet but you know something to keep the head warm and there were people parking the cars at the top of the road and running down with surfboards under their arms and i imagine there was just like the perfect time and what it what it gave me was this real sense of community these guys are out there guys and girls out there together and they're all kind of like this is the time i've got to be there and you know and i imagine if someone catches the perfect wave the other people around them are, are going to appreciate that as well i guess
1: you all be well jealous um, <laughs> no um no absolutely yeah i've i've seen a lot of that you know where where there's lots of smiles and things along mm-hmm. those sort of lines when you you peel past someone and and you know, everybody's looking everybody's watching because they want they want that spot they want that takeoff spot you know mm-hmm. so if you if you grab something really good then you know someone's going to jump in your grave in that sense um <laughs> in, in terms of position in the sea someone's going to paddle across and be like yeah i want i want a bit of what that guy had or that girl had um and and it's um you know but there is there is that element of of you know being um you know in the in the sea and everybody's looking out for each other you know some of the stories you hear about when someone's got in trouble or you know, when someone's got knocked on, you know, because the um, the boards obviously are are quite dangerous when they hit heads and stuff. Yeah. But, um, so you know, when someone's got that, you know, everybody just pulling together just to to help that person they don't even know each other. You know, it's um you know especially this time of year when the lifeguards aren't you know um, working on that side. Um, yeah, but, but um but yeah, I, I've, I've surfed Fistral. It's a good it's a good uh, spot. I've surfed most of Cornwall in that sense. Obviously not at the moment. I can't travel, but um. But yeah, I've, uh, it's you know the, they are it, those spots in Cornwall are quite popular. I won't go near them in the summer mainly because the, the the surf drops off normally a bit in the summer. Um, but uh, you know if there is surf uh, down the neck of the woods, everybody knows it, so everybody's in. But um, mm. but you know there's a it's a little bit of traveling around those coasts. There's a load and loads and loads of spots down there. So you know if you're uh, if you're of the mind, you can go a bit further and um, you know check out. Uh, um at like Porthmere St Ives is one of my favourite um spots because it's you know, again, it's that picturesque um paddling into yeah. towards the sort of tape gallery that's up there and yes. you know, um and you know it's it, it is it is that and it's a big it's a big beach and there's lots of different breaks on that side and then Senon as well is a really, really good spot. Um mm-hmm. uh you know, uh, we've got people that wax lyrical about uh, different spots there, but it's all about how the sandbank works and um you know how how the waves um come across and and about having a bit more room on that side you know because what you sort of want is um you know a fair few breaks on a on a coast so like watergate's normally quite good for that side of things but you know in the summertime and everything you've got to contend with you know people that are just learning to surf on that side as well uh, and, and surf schools and things along those sort of lines so so you know a big expansive beach like watergate um you know is quite good because um you know, they 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 can kind of section it off a little bit more, you know? So it gives everybody a little bit more room.
0: I love it. you I mean you're getting very not very technical, but you're certainly getting more technical and, and <laughs> yeah. you can I can I can hear the passion oozing out of you. Oh, oh, so love. You know, surfing, there is obviously a community, but it is an individual sport. And, uh, you know, again, golf is an individual sport. I've played a lot of football and rugby when I was at school, when when I left school, Um, and there was that team sport. And for me, it's that, that, again, you mentioned it earlier on about the camaraderie. You know, you can get together, you can take the piss out of each other. And the more you take the piss out of someone, the more fond you are of that person. And that, to me, seems to be a very, very British thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, um, you know, I, I think that uh, that is um, one of the most fundamental things about, you know, us maybe as British in the sense of our sense of humour. You know, mm. I, I don't want to, uh, you know, bring down the tone or anything on that side of things. But, um, you know, I've been to funerals where, you know, me and a few mates, we've lost someone and, um you know and and, you know after afterwards we were there still taking the piss out of them you know they've just been buried you know what I mean yeah I know it sounds very dark but it's it's you know it is but that's I think that's a part of of part of um living life's hard isn't it you know life is hard it is hard so you've got to have a sense of humor about things and and sometimes you know maybe uh I def- I've definitely been guilty of going too far with a, with a sense of humour. and But I think, you know, with mates and people that are close to you, it's, you know, it's that whole bit where you can take the piss out of each other and, yeah. and just you know, <laughs> also give each other a cuddle. And, you know, and also when, you know, um, you know you've know got a mate that's really, really down in the dumps, you know, sort of people that sort of pull together. And, yeah I think as you quite rightly say, like, you know, when I was playing football and, and playing rugby as well, you know, you have that in spades, don't you? You have that sort yeah. of... Uh, Pulled together you know not just on the pitch where someone shouts at you because you're being a bit shit if you have a bad game or anything like that you know people take the piss and, and and bring you back up to yourself
0: the who needs instructions podcast i i remember a story once where i was um i was best man at a, a very good friend of mine's wedding and uh i went in on him i mean i really went in with with both barrels and his his, his new father-in-law was probably the only person laughing in the room he just found it absolutely hilarious but I, I, I had to change tack because the rest of the room was going a little bit quiet and I looked down at my mate and he looked up at me and he had those puppy dog eyes where I was thinking shit I've really gone too far on this one <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, but well you know if you're going to get the opportunity you know it's like the, the statue <laughs> I've, got, I've got I think I've got like three friends left or, or something along those sort of lines who aren't married yet and probably have no desire to be they're in like long term relationships mm-hmm. they've got kids and everything, mm-hmm. but I'm pushing them up. and look, just get married, just get married we all need a stag do, you know <laughs> this Covid thing is just awful and you know, <laughs> just if anything, just get me a Absolutely. stag I Absolutely. Want, I want a stag do so, um, so yeah, in, in the same sort of token I've, I've only been asked to be uh, uh, best man once um, and I don't think many of my other friends would ever want me to be their best man um, because I've got a lot on them mainly, you know, stuff that I've caused <laughs> Um, but i have got <laughs> i've got some dirt and uh, and i will i will share it i will share it there is you know are, i I don't, I don't even care i don't even care you know it's one of those things where you do at the end of a, a, a best man speech just just want the the, you know, a glass to smash and it's just to be silenced <laughs> and then you know you've succeeded Yeah <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> going across and a couple of people crying you know, or weeping and, you know <laughs> <something else. laughs> you know, that's when you like that's when you mic drop, you know neck your pint and then be like, right, free bar you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God,
0: you, you sound just like one of my mates it's unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> i get i get that real sense from you that you know you've you what what you've managed to do with this and i i, I don't know if it was on purpose but you've you've managed to maintain relationships that have been since school and uh, and maybe you know just after school, and, and those people are still some of your friends now, and I I think that's a big bit of what I want. Who needs instructions to do is to say to people, you know, you need to you need to put a little bit of effort into these relationships to to maintain them, and then you've you've obviously got circles that you mix in. Um, when your children start to go to school, you make friends with new mums and new dads, and they become part of your close circle. And it, it's those opportunities which I think we mustn't miss. Um but I know that my my primary school friends that I meet up with once a year, we live two hundred and fifty miles apart. They know everything about me. I know everything about them and there is no holds barred and it's brilliant. It's some of my favorite times.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I'd agree. I was you know, I always like that piece of you know when you get to go to the pub and um remember pubs? You remember pubs, Matt? No, I've forgotten that. Oh, yeah. no, I got <laughs> When they're open, I tell you what, geez, it's going to be it's going to be a riot, and we're all going to be there's going to be queues outside. They're going to have a ticketing system, um, but yeah, I, you know, when you go to the pub and um, you know you get you get like a table, you put three tables together, you know, and you just get loads of people hanging out, and they, they don't necessarily, you know, the already connection is is maybe you or a couple of your friends, and you know, so you sort of have that piece. So yeah, I completely see where you're coming from. It's um, you know, you've got some of your friends that are there, but then you know you're sort of opening up to to other friends, and I, I like to share with my friends, you know, in that sense, because they're my friends for a reason. You know, they're good people.
0: This is Matt on the Who Needs Instructions podcast. Alchemedes, your name is Al. I know you want to kind of be a bit incognito about this, but um, where does I do know the answer to this? But I want you to tell the story because it's brilliant, and you can choose whichever version of the story you like. But how did you get the nickname Alchemedes?
1: Well, it's it used to be. Um, I used to have a different nickname at university. And uh, the the nickname I had at university was Magic, and it it, um, it came from Magic Pockets, which was I don't know <laughs> if you remember. A lot of people probably don't, but there was a game by the Bitmap Brothers um, back in the early nineties, and it was called Magic Pockets. And basically, this character would put his hand in his pocket and and pull out like a whirlwind or or something like that, and he'd catch baddies <laughs> in this whirlwind.
0: Yeah, right, so yeah,
1: the, the concept being is he had magic pockets anyway. So um. So at university, uh, it happened to me a few times where, um, you know, I I don't know about many of the other blokes or or women as well, let's not be sexist, who listen to your podcast and and visit your stuff. But I wear jeans for more days than I should. I'm not going to give you a a full estimate, Okay, Guilty, guilty. I just put shit in my pockets. I just put crap in my pockets. Genuinely, like you know, some I get handed something. I do, I do to this day. My kids, you know, things that I think they're going to choke on or something like that. They go in the pockets and they stay there. Anyway, mm. I've been doing it for years and years and years. At university, um, uh, a month or so after Christmas, um, uh, a mate of mine needed a screwdriver, uh, and it just so happened we were out and about, uh, you know, somewhere where you wouldn't expect me to have a screwdriver, and and it just so happened that in a Christmas cracker at Christmas i pulled the Christmas cracker and um a, a little screwdriver set had come out so yeah I put my hand in my pocket yeah. and I was like "What? Well, here you go it's handed him a screwdriver set and he was like what what has happened here and then, so, <laughs> so it, was, yeah, it was a bit of banter taking the piss a little bit on that side um and then and then it sort of happened again same guy uh, in in um we were out and uh, and um we went to the offie. And he was like sixty seven p or something I don't know the number, but he was like it was it was an exact you know um number money he needed he was off. Um and I, I just put my hand in my pocket just to grab it because I knew I had a little bit of change in there, just to grab out, and it came out exactly the money he needed like sixty $70. <laughs> it came out exactly and he was like, and he was like, no fucking way and he said he this is not he, and then it just thought, it just went it just, you're like fucking magic pockets or something and then it just we went out on the beers, and then you know he was telling the stories uh, you know, on that side of things, and then it sort of stuck, and then people started calling me magic for short, and I don't think he and a couple of others liked that because I was living with them. And, uh, and they were like every time we went out, you know, as as single blokes at the time, you know, and I was being called magic. Yeah, <laughs> like, too good. It's it's too good. good guy. You know, magic, <laughs> you know, and then and then so like so then it sort of extended on to, you know, other nicknames and then sort of came down to, to Alchimedes on that side. And
0: so, you know So just explain the the Archimedes Archimedes things for us, just in case.
1: Well yeah, Archimedes, yeah, you know Archimedes, obviously, you know, the um yeah, um uh he was all um Potions and stuff like that, along those sort of lines. Yeah. Don't they? So, I don't know. Maybe that was something to my drug related days. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember anything for this. Yeah. I won't <laughs> be playing a this section. I'll be uh, <laughs> at um but yeah but you know maybe maybe something to do with that let's not get too far into that That's a whole other podcast for someone else
0: (laughs) yeah no 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 no. it was the it was the i love the 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 bastardization of a name archimedes to alchimedes your name is out there we go it's brilliant but i just you told me that story before and i just thought that's brilliant and you know i'm um, I'm doing it spanky come on i was about i was about to i was just gonna say come on spanky let's have it (laughs) <laughs> I was about to offer that up, you know. You've you've given us your story. Uh, yeah, my nickname is Spanky, uh, and, uh, and might have to save funny. might have to save the answer for another episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, What you're doing that? Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that, shall we? All right. <laughs> Alchemedes, you've been an absolute superstar. Um, if people want to find a bit more about aging surfer and what it is you're doing, and of course your podcast, where, where's the place they go to, mate? type
1: in aging surfer into facebook and you will find us we've got uh two things we've got a community group which we call the squadron's mess um and that's up to i think it's got about 700 odd people in there and they are brilliant they look after themselves um i've never had anything bad said about um uh, anybody in there or anything on that side of things such a lovely community um, or just follow us and join the squadron on our normal Facebook page. Um, and as I say, about 5,500 people um, are in that and enjoying the content, I hope. Um, otherwise, agingsurfer.co.uk, or you can find us on Instagram forward slash surfer. So, um, so, yeah, we're, we're doing a bit of stuff on that side. And um, as I say, just started our own sort of podcast as well, where we're interviewing surfers, um and doing something that we like to call the perfect sessions which is um an excuse for jim and i to have a beer and have a chat with uh, with a couple of surfers
0: yeah it's great because you talk about you know the perfect wave the people that you're with the music what you have to drink what you have to eat it, it's a lovely scenario and it does sound like the perfect day so if you like your surfing, definitely go and check out their podcast
1: thank you very much matt you're a superhero. Who Needs Instructions, the podcast
0: for men who probably do need instructions.